Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And I'm now Spain, and we are your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations and turn them into sexy sticky situations. Simply put, we find questions either on social media or that our fine, beautiful listeners send in, and we answer them on the topics of sex and dating. I was, I had something that I wanted to talk to you about, and I don't remember what it was. That's a powerful opening. Well done, you've done it. <laughs> Everyone's enthralled, me included. Keep going. Yeah. No, that's it. Anyway, okay. uh, thank you very much for listening. Thanks, Josh Eagle. Yeah, and his Harvest Cities. Uh, fuck, man, I think we really solved a lot of problems this week. I think we just kind of kind of just did it. I, I went on Reddit today and just no one had any questions. Wow. That's, you know what? I feel like that's been happening lately. There's been less and less. Uh, people have started treating each other better. No one's in ridiculous situations. Seduction was just one post that just said, come on. <laughs> and one more post from Seduction itself saying, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all it was. So I, I, think, I think this might be the last... Last episode. Yeah, I don't think we need to do it anymore. We said when we started out that the only reason we were doing this podcast was to completely and utterly fix the world. And I think we've done it. At least in terms of sex and dating. COVID still exists. Yeah, that's going to be our next podcast. Our next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've, we've been, you might have heard us shipping around a few different ideas like Moderna, we were going to call our, our podcast. You're going to have to listen to two episodes within three months. It's a whole, it's a work in progress. You'll find out later. I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Do we want to just dive right into it? Let's do it. Just get wet and horny real quick. Always. Oh, wait. Oh, where do we start though? What energy? I, hey, I said wet and horny. Wet and horny. Uh, This is by, by Shaden Rogue. My girlfriend told me she wants to break up for university so she can sleep with and send nudes to other guys. That will be in like two to three years. We agreed together forever, and she still wants to end up together, which I doubt now. We've been together nearly two years, and she's never mentioned this before. I've put all my life on hold and put it into this relationship per her request because I thought she'd stick with me. Now she's saying this. It basically feels like cheating to me. And she wants to stay together until a bit before uni, before she breaks up with me. To me, this just sounds so fucked up, and I'm upset, and I don't know what to do. Huh. How? I guess they're like high school, right? Teenagers? I would assume so. There are no ages listed. Yeah, but I would assume high school, girlfriend, boyfriend situation. Yeah. They seem to be saying in two or three years they're going to university. So Okay, so so quite young, right? So I like imagine like 15, like, 16. Yeah. Not everyone went to university at the ripe age of 11, Dane. <laughs> um, Not everyone can be a fantastically successful orphan, Dane. <laughs> Both my parents are still alive. <laughs> sure. Tell that to the YA genre you inspired. <laughs> Of just really smart kids. I wasn't even smart. I just hated my hometown. Anyway, we're getting distracted here. There there are two things that I think we need to talk about here. One, I think it is pretty strange to decide that you're going to break up with someone in three years time. <laughs> yup. That, that's a bit fucking ridiculous. Uh, and then I think there's also something to be talking about on his end where he said, I put my whole life on hold as per her request. So, like, I think those are the two things that we need to talk about here. I'm going to start with him first. Can I just um, point out that I just love the per her request? Because it just sounds like he's writing a formal email. You know what I mean? Like, no one ever says that, like, as per your request, please find attached below. Well, the thing is, is, like, what what could her request have been if this is her plan? Like, do you think she pulled the move of being like, hey, 
I want to break up with you in three years and when I go to university. Um, but I would also like you to do nothing until then. I want you to just wait for me. I don't know. Also, like, I know this probably sounds mean to some of our younger listeners, but like, what fucking life are you putting on hold at 15? Like, That's the thing. It's like, I would understand if like, if this was a after the fact thing, like you guys agreed to go to the same university and blah 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 or not go to university and you guys were going to do something else and then she hits you like a week before this all supposed to come to fruition be like oh yeah by the way i'm heading off across the country to university and you didn't apply like i would understand that you know what i mean like if you guys had made a plan to do something and then she's behind your back did the opposite Mm -hmm. and it's just kind of like leaving you high and dry but one you have three years warning that this is coming Mm -hmm. so uh, whatever you manage to uh, you know put on hold as a teenager (laughs) i I can probably wager that you'll be fine in getting it back on track within three years before you leave high school now we've had the most romantic teen maybe this is the most successful teen and he's just fielding fucking like business contracts left right and center some of which he, he will never get back because you know, game yeah. stock or something. I don't know. He he turned down that big sort of investment opportunity because he was like, no, no, I'm dating someone in high school. I'm dating someone in seventh grade. Yeah. They were like, uh, hey, do you want to be Mars Rover? He was like, oh, can you give me a year? Maybe three. They were like, no. He's like, I can't do it. Me and me and Shayla, we got to we got to see this thing through. And then Shayla was like, lol, you could have been on Mars right now, but in two or three years, I'm going to be sending men nudes. Yeah, okay. Now, let's talk about her. If you know you don't want to be dating someone, it, like, with the foresight of three years in the future, don't date him. Now, the thing is, she does want to get back with him after university, which is also a wild move. Yeah. See, it's like, if, if that's what he meant by, like, putting his life on hold, I would understand what he's saying. It's like, she was expecting him to... Oh, so she wants to be free and him just to wait kind of deal? Okay. Yeah. Like, if if that's what he meant, but it doesn't seem that. Like, he seems like he's put his life on hold now. Like, currently, yeah. But either way, whatever. And this is, like, this is one of those cake and eat it two situations. Like, you don't get this. Unfortunately, like, if you do want to sit down with your partner, again, this seems so strange to talk about, like, you know, 14-year-old kids. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you want to agree, be like, hey, we're going to be high school, you know, partners, and we're going to be boyfriend and girlfriend. But I do have, you know, full intention on you know, go in my own way after high school. And the other person's like, cool, great. I agree with that. Awesome. Still weird, but sure. Yeah, it's weird. But I mean, if it works, it works. Great. Like maybe Mm -hmm. that's also something you're into. What I love about this situation is, and like, I think what kind of really comes up is the, it basically feels like cheating to me line is that like a relationship is a two way street. You get to determine whether or not it's cheating. Like, and you get to agree to it or not. If you're not happy with it, don't agree to it. And if you are happy with it, then you probably wouldn't be posting about it. If you think it's cheating, then it is cheating. You can, you can, you know, say that. And like, yeah, sleeping with other people and sending them nudes is generally considered cheating. Um, Again, if you're cool with it, if you want to have a polyamorous relationship or a break, that's fine. But clearly you're not. And that's, that's it. Like you, it's not like this can happen without your consent. But let's also remember that this hasn't happened yet. These are theoreticals of what she wants to do three years from now. Well, what I'm saying is, like, if you want to say no, say no. Like, it's not a thing that can just happen to you without your input. 
you know? Yes. Yeah. You're not, you didn't lock yourself in on this ride and you're just like, well, fuck now I gotta, now I gotta go all the way to the end. It's like, yeah, if you, if you're not cool with the outcome of this, end it now and find someone that isn't like this. Yeah. There are a lot of things that should have expiry dates like meat and dairy relationships are not one of them. If you know, you're going to break up at a certain point, things get weird. Believe me, I've been there. So that's not going to be fun. But also, if you say you don't want this to happen and she goes, oh, okay, I'm not going to lie. I would be inclined to disbelieve her because, you know, why not just say, oh, okay, and keep the relationship going until university and then break it off anyway. I feel like if you're not down with this, you should probably just break up. Yeah, because you- even if she stays with you, she's not going to be happy if she feels trapped and like she never got to spread her wings. Right. Yeah. I, that's the thing. It's like, there's no reason to stay in this relationship. One, you know, it's not going anywhere. She's told you that. Well, no, she says together forever and they want to get back together after she goes and is free. I guess. <laughs> I say, yeah, I suppose. But like, no, I, I think you just need to be like, yeah, I'm glad you have your plan of, but like, a big part of relationship shouldn't be excluding the other partner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this guy doesn't really seem to have any sort of agency within this, as opposed to just kind of being dragged along to what she wants to do. Exactly. And like you said, if, if you want to be polyamorous while you guys are away at college, great, cool, do it. That's awesome. But if you're just doing it begrudgingly because that's what she wants, this is going to suck for you. Yeah, then you will be putting your life on hold and you'll be poisoning your relationship and you'll be wasting years of your life, especially at university and shit. It's like that that could be such a good time. So it's like if you're doing something you don't want to do, you're gonna be fucking miserable. So it seems like unless it's not 100% yes, this needs to be a no. And it does not sound like a 100% yes. So I'm gonna say you got to break up. Yeah, I, I think it's time to move on. And again, don't try to look for your life partner when you're 14. No, it's, it's, it's very not, rarely going to work. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not like it's impossible. You know, I know plenty of people who are high school sweethearts who, you know, are married and happy with kids and yada, yada. But guess what? I know plenty more that aren't. <laughs> yeah. For, for the one, you know, success story, I give you like the entire school of people <laughs> who didn't just let things be what they are. Uh, I know it's very hard as, as a teenager to realize that, like, you are the microcosm of your life. And while everything seems like it's the biggest thing that's ever happened to you, probably because it's the first time it's ever happened to you. Mm -hmm. And you just got cascades of fucking emotions roaring through you and all those hormones. Yeah. So it's like, don't try to sort your life out. It's hard enough that your guidance counselor is being like, hey, you need to have like a 20 year plan and you're 13. Can't vote, but you should be able to decide your entire future and, you know, your course load this year. Don't try to do that with relationships. That sucks. All right, hit me, Dan. This comes from Boy888. I slightly came when touching my significant other's hand. He's 27, she's 23. How good are these hands? For context, my current girlfriend is my very first relationship, and I have never had any sexual experiences before. I still haven't even with my current girlfriend. This happened during one of our first dates. I was sitting at a park with her, and it was the first time I held her hand. We were both being a bit shy about it until suddenly I noticed a small wet stain on my pants. When I got home, I realized it was pre-cup. I couldn't believe it, and I was slightly embarrassed. It was a good thing she didn't notice. Is something wrong with me, or is it just that I'm so inexperienced that slight, even the slightest physical contact gets me sexually excited? Okay, well, let's be fair. Pre-cum and coming a little bit are very different things. 
Yes, it doesn't sound like you orgasmed. Yeah, you were just horny, at which point, you know, you had an erection, at which point some pre-cum came out. So really, the the question here is, I got a boner when I touched my girlfriend's hand, am I normal? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you're fucking, you're young, and this is your first, like, thing. Everything's gonna make you horny. Everything. Yeah. She's gonna look at you. She's gonna text you. You're gonna smell her. You're gonna hold her hand. You're gonna hug her. Like, boners everywhere, man. And, like, age doesn't really have anything to do with it. There are times where, like, just, you know, if if we're out and Amanda's looking real good and, like, I get my hand on her hip, there are times where I'm just like, well. Yeah. yeah I'm hard. Like, it's like, yeah, you know. it, it's going to happen. Um, And, like, I understand, especially in public and especially, like, on a first date, it's like you don't really want to be, you know, erect in a, a public place, even if it's you're in a bar or, like, a club or whatever. It's like there are, you know, People are weird about that. And, you know, mm-hmm. it, it could rightfully be so. It's like no one really wants to to look at your dick in public, whether it's your pants or not. Um, so I understand sort of like the anxiety of that end. But as long as you're not like strolling through a kid's playground while you have an erection, you're fine. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah, if you're not proudly displaying it or like touching yourself, yeah. you'll probably get through it. Now, back to the spot. Did it, was the spot visible when they got home or was the spot visible in general? Because we might need to talk about wearing different pants on your next date. Yeah, I would say dark pants. Yes, might be like the way jeans, to go. jeans, even like if you're wearing some like pale slacks or something, you're going to have an issue. If yeah, that's, khakis. If, if you've got this powerful pre-com, um, I think you're going to need to Maybe also it. avoid uh, cosmic bowling, glow in the dark mini golf. Oh God, yeah, Jesus! Any, don't, any of these don't... sort of? Oh man, that's laser like, you nailed it right there. You're gonna look like you're wearing some kind of like glow in the dark camo by the time you're done. No one wants well, that. You just be like, oh, no, no, no. These are my Jackson Pollock pants. Mm-hmm. My jack off <laughs> dollop <laughs> pants. <laughs> but other, it's like, yeah, don't worry about it, man. Like, it, it's fine. I, if yeah. you need to, maybe start like. Rubble out before you head out. Yeah, like maybe masturbate before you go out, just to sort of like release some of the tension. Also, what is what's your masturbation like? Like, are you not masturbating at all? Because that will definitely like sort of it'll build up the sensation. reservoirs. Yeah, not to say that you know you you gotta be you know drained of tanks for you to like go out. <laughs> you gotta but... be coughing dust out of your snake by the time. <laughs> well, I'm certainly glad I had a mouthful of water when you said that. <laughs> You're okay. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you're good. And like, if for some reason they saw you had a boner and freaked out, that's a them thing. It's like most people in this situation are going to expect you get turned on at some point. It's technically flattery. Yeah, this is the thing. It's like you guys were on a date and you were being intimate. It's not like, you know, you were at a company Christmas party and you were flirting with her and just rocking a half mask kind of situation. a funeral or something. Yeah, it's fine. All right, you ready? So this is sent in by a listener, but it's a post they found online. So I'm just going to read the original agent name. Um, This is Poxal of 357. And it's going to be kind of like a two-part. Okay. People advise that you get your shit together before you start to date. And yet I see so many guys slash girls complaining here about their partners being abusive, lazy, scroogey, slash not putting in same energy. How did these people get into relationships then in the first place? 
just a rant. How come you all not happy in the relationship, complaining about hygiene of your boyfriends, their lack of appreciation or compatibility got into relationship in the first place? This would only mean that most of the relationships do start with masks being on for both parties and slowly the mask wears off her real self. Is that the case? How come being yourself come into play for people like us who struggle to even get a single date for years? How come so many people easily get in and out of relationships like it's a cakewalk for, cakewalk for them and constantly changing partners, meaning they aren't finding anyone compatible and yet easily get dates, short-term relationships, and a lot of attention? Okay. Are we going to talk about that first or do you want to get into the second part? I'll do the this for now. Okay. So the... The sort of rhetoric of, you know, sort your shit out before you get in a relationship. I don't think it's bad advice. I think it's very good advice. I think you should have, for the most part, a good sense of self. I think you should have uh, an awareness of of your insecurities and awareness of your triggers. Like those things, be self-aware. I don't necessarily think you have to have everything solved. Um, But as long as you're aware of it and working on it and actively trying not to let them, those things sabotage you i think you're you're in good shape to start a relationship now the sentiment of you know be a hundred percent before you start a relationship isn't a law so Mm -hmm. chances like there are still plenty of people who aren't doing this and i would say the majority of people probably are not doing this yeah and like to me this almost proves the point because it's like they got into these things without having done that, and that's why these relationships aren't working. It doesn't mean you won't get into a relationship. It just means that like it's not likely to work out if you don't have your shit together, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. There are like it, it's almost a cliche at this point to have like you know father issues, and you end up into relationships with like older guys who are manipulative, or you know what I mean. It's like there there are like cause and effects of these kind of things that are almost a given when you talk about relationships things of of like you know dudes who are babied at home who aren't capable of putting dishes away as an adult like there there are all these things like this dude has not worked on himself this dude has not brought himself up to a hundred percent or at least you know in that area but he's still in a relationship and that relationship isn't going well because of it so to think that like oh everyone is in a a relationship is at a hundred percent that's not true that's a hundred percent not true yeah, exactly. And I think that's like, it's really important. It's like, just because someone's in a relationship, that doesn't mean they've got their shit together at all. No. You know what I mean? Like people, you know, the honeymoon phase is is exactly that because it takes a while for you to to let your guard down and to really know who a person is. Um, and especially how you guys interact together. It's like, it's it's easy to, to put forward a, a mask or like an act or even just to like go out of your usual kind of like routine just for a little bit to, to like to put in that effort, but you can't do it forever. And and a lot of relationships degenerate then once you really get to know somebody. And I know plenty of people who are fully aware that they're dating toxic people or people who are bad for them Mm -hmm. and still do it. You know what I mean? Like there, there are plenty of people who are 100% aware that what they're doing is a bad idea and still do it. Yeah. So don't feel like everyone else has their shit together. If just because they're in a relationship, that is not it. And also doesn't mean you don't have to, you know, one, be yourself and two, get your shit together because the more you do that, the better your relationship is going to be. Now, the twofer that I mentioned is because in a lot of the posts, the guy references uh, another one of his posts about like dating, which I looked at and I just wanted to visit that as well. Okay. So same poster. I don't believe in luck, but seeing myself, I might well be the definition of bad luck. 
Am I being paranoid? Don't know how to begin. Male 28, single for the last decade of my life. Last year with COVID and lockdown has been very hard, but things have happened in the last couple of months. I couldn't, I can't even begin to fathom. OLD is a mess for online dating is a mess for me. Got scammed pretty hard there by a girl with Bitcoin scamming. Didn't lose money, but lost a lot of time and emotional stability. When there wasn't a lockdown for three months last year, I met a lot of girls through hikes and meetups, but no one showed any romantic interest in me. It was all messaging for a couple of days, then they stopped replying. Got close to a girl in November after a couple of days, but she lost her job and stopped replying or going out, citing she needs to be stable in her life first. Point. I don't know what that means. Been two weeks back, I had a really nice neighbor who had been chatting on and off since last year, and I bumped into her again, had some chat, and asked her for a chat wine session in my place. She enthusiastically agreed, said she was feeling lonely in lockdown, and put the date somewhere in the next week for the meet. I ran her bell, rang her bell one of the days last week. She opened up, said she's busy, but will let me know. It's been more than a week now, and neither she nor I have made contact regarding that. I feel like a creep now to go there and ask again, and no, I didn't take her contact details, as I thought we're already neighbors. Stupid me. The last part especially is eating my head up in lockdown. I can't even fathom what's wrong with me. Why is, what is it that I'm doing wrong? And I can't even find someone to talk to. Am I being paranoid, overthinking stuff? Okay, I mean, these are really, really tough because lockdown and COVID mm-hmm. has really turned every... Like, I'm so glad that I'm not single and, and trying to date in these yeah. in these times because and it's like, I know that's a, kind of a shitty thing to say of being like, oh, but um, I, I empathize greatly um, even with with the the stuff, the time I'm spending on Tinder looking for profiles for our Tinder red flag section, um, I I'm just like, what what would I do? Because I definitely wouldn't want to meet up with people. <laughs> that, that's um, it. Like I would feel very uncomfortable meeting up with people, but I would also feel real shit not t- interacting with people in that way. You know what I mean? Like not having sex for a year would would fucking kill me. Mm-hmm. So, but like those two things do not mix, right? Because it's like one way you can't, you can't have one without the other. So yeah. either way, it's like, do you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. I don't know how people do it. And I, I know it's like, like I've seen you, what, two times in a year? Yeah, not Both including which- like the, the brief drop off, but like we actually spent some like quality time twice in, in the year. Yeah. What, what do you mean, brief drop-off? You dropped off a Christmas card. So that would have been three. Oh, yes. Okay, fair. Yeah, and both those times were when things had reopened and it was okay to do and it was outside, like, distanced. Yeah, we None were still which... six feet apart outside. Yeah, again, it's very hard to have sex with someone six feet apart in a public park. So I, like, and I think that's a really important point to raise is, like, shit is fucked right now. You know what I mean? Like, to to, to be hard on yourself because things aren't going your way in a time that like, I know unprecedented times is like a fucking it's lost all meaning right now, but it literally is like, it's, it's wild situations that we don't know how to deal with still. And I don't think anyone does. Right. Like everyone's in this kind of like gray area, like a purgatory of like wanting to get laid, but not wanting to meet people. Um, So like, even if people are showing interest and not meeting you, it, it very well could just be for that reason. Yeah, and and it's it's one of those things where I think a lot of people are excited to like go on a coffee date or go on a hiking date because like yeah they they want to meet someone and talk and connect and and then I think a lot of people at least for me I think the reality of being like oh it's if I want to go any further I'm going to be taking a significant risk and yeah. I think that at least for me I know that would be a huge deterrent and it's like I also don't want to just keep doing nothing. So I feel like my interest would wane until I was, you know, at the breaking point of being like, okay, 
I need to find someone and then go on a date and then, you know, repeat. You're also looking at this neighbor and like, think of what you're going through of this isolation and how it's affecting you and how you feel, blah, blah, blah. And now she's going through the exact same thing, except with her entire life experience coloring what she's going through. So you have no idea if she's, you know, going through a depressive episode. And while she would love to have a a wine date with you right now, she doesn't feel like it. Or even like how awkward and hard, like I think seeing your neighbor is risky no matter what. Right. Because you're going to bump it. And again, I've been there. I was going to say, oh, oh really? <laughs> oh, well, really? It, hey, I, I learned a lot. And what well, the thing I learned is that when you're done, especially if it doesn't end perfectly, you know, you see each other in the hallway and like, it's weird. Like, you know, and maybe this person has better, you know, future vision than me, has better risk assessment and knows that, hey, if I do this, I'm possibly getting into the situation where like I see this guy all around and it's going to be awkward, and weird and stressful. And guess who doesn't need awkward, weird, or stressful? Anybody in a fucking pandemic. Mm-hmm. So it's very possible that she was being friendly and didn't mean it. It's very possible she meant it and just then thought about it and was like, oh, this could be a really bad idea. Also, fucking ringing her bell. I get it. But also, I would hate that if I were her. I'd be like, oh, no, someone's at my door. I hate when people are at my door. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't hate that he did it the first time. Although no. you should have gotten the number like, and look, you made a mistake. You, you even admit it. It's like you fucked that one up. You should have gotten her number at that point and been like, or given her your number and just mm-hmm. been like, Hey, here's my number. Give me a shout anytime. And, and you know, whenever you're ready, shoot me a text and we'll, we'll set it up. I do love that. There, this person is aware enough that like once was, was it? Yeah. I mean, cause I think that's completely true, right? You can't just keep, harassing them. It's awesome that you know that. Now, my main issue with this question is in the title, he says, I might well be the definition of bad luck. Can you point out any instances of bad luck in this? The part where like his roof fell through and destroyed all of his property. Oh, wait, that didn't happen. Um, No, 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 he's this is like if you want to talk bad luck, it's literally all of us. Yeah, like aside from the pandemic, I think the one point is that the girl lost her job. And like that that's that's one instance. And that I think might be part of the reason why things aren't working out is this kind of negative like oh it's bad luck, like I'm like woe is me, like victimizing yourself it's, almost. Yeah, it was like if the worst luck or worst of your luck is someone else having much worse bad luck. Like someone losing their job isn't your bad luck. Sorry, yeah. dude. Like that that just shows a lack of empathy that like you have been like something bad happened to them. And in turn, this makes me unhappy. Yeah. And and even then it's like nothing else. Like you talk to some people and they, you know, they messed for a couple of days and stopped replying. That's not bad luck. It, it just didn't work out. And like you don't need to take that either personally or as this like karmic punishment. It It just it's what happens, you know, but that negative mindset I think you cannot help but but display that when you're dating. You know what I mean? If you have this kind of like, if you internalize it like that, I think people can sense that. Oh, 100%. This is this is one of those things that you can like, you you get the whiff of it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's 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 like the, the Tinder profiles that are like, not here for this. this you know what I mean? Like, the, when you come with that energy, people kind of, like, back up and start putting some walls up because they're worried about what your situation is that, that has you so angry. Yeah, like that bitterness or whatever. And it's like, 
look, it sucks. It especially sucks right now. It's not bad luck. It, it just didn't work out. And that's okay. Like it's allowed to work out. In fact, it, it won't work out so many times. And that's the same for me. It's the same for Dane. It's the same for every single person in the world. If it did work out, we wouldn't have a podcast. You know what I mean? Like the whole point of, of life, like every single thing you look like TV and movies and everything, it's all about it not working out because that's the main thing that happens. Imagine how boring life would be. Is it just like everything you did just succeeded and not spectacularly, just like it just happened. Yeah, it would. It would so, Even if it was spectacular, it would get fucking boring at some point. Because like you to want that is to not want romance. You know, yeah. romance is like taking chances and not knowing the future and unpredictability. And like that, that it, it, at its core, at its core is, is, is what romance is all about. You know what I mean? It's like you taking a chance and entrusting someone with, with feelings and yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So it's like you, you have to take the good with the bad. And sometimes there's a lot more bad. And mm-hmm. and I'm sorry that that seems to be the situation for you currently, but that doesn't mean that the good doesn't exist. Yeah. And and sometimes the bad just happens in a big, long stretch. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's bad after bad. And a lot of the time that's because the badness affects you. And it's like, it's like a self kind of defeating prof self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Or like the negativity from the last thing means you're in the next one, like a little bit more negative, And then, you know, it just keeps going. So you got, I know it's easier said than done, you got to stay positive. Like your mindset is, is really important. Realize that no one owes you a date. No one owes you any of this shit. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't know what's going on in their life. Everybody's fucked from the pandemic right now, yourself included. And we get it. Like it's hard. And you need to understand that you're in a crazy position right now. Like it's really difficult for you. So don't be hard on yourself for feeling down and for feeling like things are tough. But at the same time, you got to try and, be positive and you know it's not someone out to get you or something out to get you it's just not working out currently right you know stay stay positive and keep going and hopefully we'll all be out of this soon and hopefully things will pick up well also let's you know rewind everything back to the first question it's like now is a great time to sort of work on yourself Mm -hmm. It's, it's what i'm doing like i've never had the motivation that i have now to work it I've been working out like six days a week. Uh, and it's because one, it gives me something to do. It gives me a little bit of structure. It gives me a little bit of like, you know, I, I feel great now because of it. It's a confidence boost. Um, and I'm not saying you have to go get jacked or anything, but like you could do anything, you know, start painting again, start writing, start streaming on Twitch, like find something that you want to do and do it until you don't want to do it anymore. It's like, it's okay if you burn through like 19 hobbies during a lockdown, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, who cares if you if you go to the dollar store, buy a fucking canvas and some paints and paint for a day, and you're like, "Wow, I suck at painting and I fucking hate it." Okay, great, you've learned something about yourself. Cool. Yeah. Or, I mean, there's I I don't know where you are, but like there are a lot of sort of free online uh, counseling that you can sort of like get trials and stuff into. So mm-hmm. maybe talking to someone in that regard would be helpful. Alternatively, reconnect with your friends. Like, I don't know what the fuck I would do if I didn't have, like, I'm lucky enough to have, like, a a core group. I've got, like, six boys. They're my social circle. I don't really talk to anyone else or do anything else with anyone else. And that might sound sad, but it's like, I'm, I'm so content with that. It is so nice to just be like, 
these are my friends and i know that like i can probably jump on a video game with one of them to to chat with them no it's it's so good having now and so two things sorry that i noticed in the comments that he he put in is uh one he he did have a therapist briefly who was terrible and that doesn't mean fuck therapy or fuck talking to someone because some therapists just suck you know what i mean uh by all means try reaching out and finding another one it could uh, also be your mentality on therapy. Like I, yeah, I know that's... a lot of people reject the second therapist sort of like turn the mirror on people. People reject the concept of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause that's the, the point is like, if you're going to, to talk about some, some things that are going to get personal and, you know, really kind of challenge you. But I also know some do suck, um, yeah. especially like with regards to like LGBTQ people and like talking to the therapists and like, you know, often like if you're, talking to a therapist of a different ethnicity, they might not understand where you're coming from. So I've heard a lot of stories about that. Um, I don't know what this person's specific situation is, but I just don't want to say, write it off, you know, try another one. Um, if it's a common thread between them, maybe that's something you need to figure out. If they just sucked, then wash your hands of them and move on. But secondly, to the original one about getting your shit together before dating, they did mention that they expanded their hobbies uh, attended meetups and did outdoor activities and stuff. And the one thing I would say is that that is great, but you do have to be sure you're doing it for the right reason. Mm-hmm. You know, not that you're like, oh, there'll be girls here because then you're not doing what you're setting out to do. Yeah. You're just trying to pick out, pick up more girls. So I would say make sure the things you're trying to do and introduce into your life are things you genuinely want to do. Like if you showed up and there was either no one at the class or, you know, just a bunch of ugly men you'd still be happy to do it. Yeah, 100%. This is uh, this was sent to me on uh, Instagram uh, from one of our lovely listeners in the Philippines. Hell yeah. Uh, they're going by the agent name Pinoy Boy Toy. Love it. It's long. And let me tell you, this gets this gets explicit. Hell yeah. Hold on. I just, I just need to put another point on the board under Philippines. Uh, yeah, they're winning still. So I, bear with me. It's a, it's a bit of a novel, but uh, I, I told... Told them that we would do this. Hell yeah. So I was dating this 21-year-old model who I met through a party I organized last December. During the party, I was kind of teasing her a bit regarding her swimming skills. At the time, I was focused on this other model who had this awesome body and luscious dance moves. And so I focused my attention on her. Luscious dance moves. Luscious. Um, A few days after the party, this bad swimmer girl added me on Facebook. And from then on, we chatted and eventually met up for a date. She had a boyfriend at the time, and we didn't do anything the first time we we met went out the second time though i made my move and kissed her while we were in the car and slipped my finger down her pussy i was met with no resistance and was surprised to feel her soaking wet pussy she then confessed that she was lusting over me for quite some time and so i told her that it was not fair for her her boyfriend and that she had to break up with him Bit late. And <laughs> <laughs> she had to break up with him if we we're going to continue doing kinky stuff I had to eat those words as she was really into sex and was sending me nudes to get me excited at random hours of the day. So I I continued to see her and we eventually ended up fucking. After a month, she and her boyfriend had a huge fight and she used that opportunity to break up with him. After a few more dates and intense fucking, she then asked me what type of relationship we were having. I told her I was not ready for a serious relationship and was comfortable just going out casually. 
She then told me she wanted us to have the freedom to go out and have dates with other people as long as we don't fuck them. I was hesitant to agree at first, but I ended up saying yes because the sex was just too good, and she was into choking, using sex toys, and other dom stuff. In my country, I feel like that is a rarity, as this is the first time I found a girl willing to be able to do all that stuff. She was the type of model who just didn't go out for photo shoots and uh, product exhibition. She was also being paid to go out on dates with different men. Then came a time where she had a date with a group of guys along with her other model friends, and I was stupid enough to show jealousy. We ended up having a fight over this. I knew it was my fault because of my pride, so I apologize. We agreed to put everything behind us, uh, but everything changed after that. She became a lot less responsive and was refusing sex, saying that's all I ever want from her, and she felt like she was being used. I then told her that I was surprised she felt that way, and all the while I was thinking she kind of wanted the same thing. So I told her we can go out, not have sex, if that was the issue. But she continued to give me this cold treatment and would only respond sparingly compared to before when she would hit me up all the time. Is this a lost cause? Should I still pursue her or just avoid all, all contact altogether? I really miss the sex, though, and it would be a shame to lose that but also don't want to waste time and lower my pride for a lost cause. I have not been in contact with her for days, but she continues to look at my social media and she posts shit that I feel is directed towards me. Some passive aggressive stuff. They apologize for a long text, but wanted to give us context. No, I love it because half the time when we get questions, there, there isn't enough context. The only context I wish we had was the specifics of the argument. Cause I think a lot of that hinges on, on how bad that went. And like, you know what actually happened when you got jealous because if it was like a brief jealousy thing versus like a big blow up argument that really colors the end of this question but i must say a spicy story spicy i like it there's some um, juice there's some drama i also love the term like putting a finger down someone's vagina because usually you'd say up yeah i mean i guess if they're in a car he's thinking like you know Maybe hand went went down Maybe they're upside down. I don't know. In Ireland, we say dropping the finger. <laughs> of um, course you do. Why wouldn't so, you? Yeah, exactly. So I just, I, it kind of brought me back. Um, okay. Hmm. So many things to unpack here. I personally am not a fan of the see other people, but don't fuck them rule. Because to me, it doesn't make much sense. Yeah. It's like you're committed or you're not. There's no like gray commitment to me. So that's a red flag for me, especially because like, I, I don't, I just, I don't know. I would imagine that, like, if you don't want to date someone, you're not going to hold to that. Yeah, also, like, uh, why would you, like, I would hate to go on dates and be like, well, I have no intention to fuck you, bye. Like, yeah. What's the, fuck, what's the point? At that point, you're just friends. Like, you're exactly. not going on a date, you're just hanging out with someone. And even if, like, even if it goes well, like, what if you go out, because presumably the only reason you'd still be dating is to, like, find someone that you do want to hook up with. So it's like, do you then like mess them like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to break our weird semi dating promise to f like fuck? No, you you would just fuck them because this isn't a thing. This isn't like dating. No one. It's not like established firmly in society that you're an asshole if you if you go against it. Which again, she also clearly has no problem doing. Yeah, there's also things where I'm just like, I'm not sure if it's a cultural thing where like, are you like, did you tell us that she's an escort? Like, is she a sex worker? Because like being paid to go on dates. I know it doesn't necessarily mean that you're having sex with someone, but like, uh, is she like a girlfriend experience kind of person? I'm not sure. I wasn't sure what that meant. Um, yeah. I, or, I'm unaware of, but it did sound very escorty. That also comes with its own distinct challenges and, and requirements of communication when you're in a, in a, uh, a relationship with someone like that or someone who, who does work in the, the sex industry, whether sex is involved or not. Yeah. 
Uh, also, uh, the other thing I want to bring up is you're th- he, he's 33 and she's 21. Uh, okay. She's young. Yeah, very young. Uh, and presumably attractive enough that men are wanting to pay money to go on dates with her. Mm-hmm. This could all just be like, this might not mean as much to her as it does to you or vice versa, depending on what exactly you guys are looking for. Like if she is okay with being sort of like, quote unquote, like the flavor of the week or or the, the you know, the it girl for as long as someone wants to give her attention. And then she, when she wants to like bounce, she bounces. I don't know specifically what that dynamic is going to play or what you, like what your dynamic with like how are you throwing these parties filled with models as well mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i don't know that dynamic and again i don't know if it's a cultural thing or if it is like are you just like a real cool playboy kind of guy who can <laughs> throw parties with models i, I do don't love know the amount of models that have been mentioned especially ones with luscious dance moves and ones that cannot swim how do you know she can't swim questions for another time but feel free to update us um so for me i don't know like I can't imagine that she would have asked what are we in that way if she didn't want something more. Right. And I can't imagine that she would then being turned down for that still kind of aim for something because like to be like, Oh, I want something casual. And then to kind of still push for some kind of commitment. It does seem like she was into you at at least, you know, a fair amount um, in terms of it being more than sex. So to transition from that to like the jealousy thing and then the cooling off, like, I again, I really wish I knew what went down during that jealousy thing. But for me, it's, I would imagine the only thing to do now is to just kind of like cut contact because if it's not working and they don't really seem into it, I think just pursuing it is only going to make things worse. Whereas if they're actually into you, I think you kind of like giving them space will then provoke them to reach out to you. Yeah, I would I would say maybe try the opposite of what you just suggested and send a honest text of being like, hey, I really enjoyed what we had going. I'm still not looking for a committed relationship, but I would love to maintain a sexual relationship with you. If if you're not interested anymore, let me know. We'll let it go. You know, I mean, make make like one final clear declaration of what you're interested in. Lay your cards down on the table, put the ball in her court and and then step away. Because I don't think you're you're really like losing any pride. No, not at all. Over over sort of like being honest. I think if you were begging her, I think if you sort of were willing to do something that you didn't want to do in order yeah. to to keep her around, that I think is when your you know your self worth kind of gets wonky. But I think just being honest and being like, this is what I'm looking for. I I, I like you and I want to keep doing what we're doing. Here's here's what I'm offering. Here's what I want. And here's what I, I, I would like from you. And then if she is is still sort of like not responsive to that, then and you yeah. do what I said. <laughs> yeah, then then cut ties and move on. Because like, you know, what else can you do other than beg and, and you know, change who you are? Neither of which you should do. No, of course not. Yeah, no, uh, Dane's right. I think maybe do his, but then do mine if it yeah. doesn't work out. Don't do mine if it does work out. <laughs> also, might I suggest... Uh, if someone has a, a a partner or a boyfriend, chances are it's going to get messy on your end. Either it shows that she might not be completely mature enough to handle relationships or that she doesn't like really value those kind of relationships as much as someone else might have. Yeah, um, I didn't get into the fact that like that's just not a good situation because we've said it a lot of times before. But like, yeah. 
also to then get into a weird like we'll see each other but not sleep with them deal i'm not gonna lie i don't believe that she's holding up her end of the bargain when she's not even holding up her end of a relationship bargain if that makes any sense like maybe that's unfair of me but i know we've talked about the whole like you know try not to to put people in the box of like cheaters will always be cheaters yeah but it is you know it is also something to be aware of also it's kind of a shitty thing to do to someone else even if you don't know the dude or the Mm -hmm. person the other the other person involved in this if you if you want to think about pride uh you know try try to look at from that be like the the biggest hit to your pride, I think, was was going on the second date with her after knowing she had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So be a little more solid in your self-worth. If someone's going to keep you as like a side piece, quote unquote, they're they're not valuing as much as you should be. Mm-hmm. And it's very possible that this is how that develops. Then it's like, you know, if, if people aren't necessarily what she's considering, but more maybe the situations and the self-worth she's gaining from them, maybe at this point, like the buzz that she got off what she had with you was gone and she's looking for somebody else to to kind of boy her up in that way you know what i mean yeah exactly um, anyway it sounds like you have an ample selection of models just yes. chilling around you so i i don't think you should get too hung up on this go go find your luscious dancer and maybe pursue something with her but yeah reach out put your cards on the table again like when you're not debasing yourself or begging you're not taking a hit at all you're just you know being honest and genuine and i think you're going to feel a lot better if you leave it with no like question marks surrounding the event you know what i mean if she's yeah. just like no boom done you can move on and she's like yes great back to the sex uh also for her like if that's where it ends at least that'll be clear in her mind so if like she's like oh shit i, I missed the sex it won't be as weird for her to reach back out to you you know what i mean as opposed to if it's muddy then maybe she's not really sure where you guys ended yeah you know so good luck yeah good luck all right i think it's uh time for some tinders yeah all right well i'm gonna i'm gonna start with this i kick us off with this so at the end of the show we usually do some tinder red flags where we get you know profiles that we either find online or are sent to us by our wonderful listeners kind of just comb through them and point out what we consider red flags i'm gonna start you off with something a little different which is an opening sally of of responses okay so this is ivan to unnamed female and you just tell me what you think. And he opens with, can't wait to see you, but I don't care. Damn. And she says, huh? <laughs> and he says, means, I don't mind if we hang out. And at the same time, I don't care if we don't. Nice. And that, that's that's all they have on this screenshot for us. But isn't that powerful? Yeah, I love that. Um, I think if I'm ever single again, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Hey, I like you, but maybe I also fucking hate you. Hey, uh, you're very, very attractive, but meh. <laughs> okay, how about how about this? And this is uh, just a tiny little byline. This is Rebecca. She's 23. I am a real existing woman of business. I have both interests and passions. DTF. Well, that doesn't sound like you're going to wake up like in a tub full of ice missing a kidney. No, not at all. She's a real existing woman and she does business, not murder. It says it right there. She has yeah. both interests and passions. <laughs> exactly what normal human beings say. I can't tell if it's a 10 or a 1. I like That's the thing is, if this is someone's real attempt, it's a 1. If it's someone fucking around, I think it's very funny. <laughs> but like the best part is the picture is her with her arms like folded. It looks like stock photography of a businesswoman. And I don't know whether <laughs> they've like 
posed that way, which is, again, a 10, or if it is legitimately some kind of bot, at which point they've just found stock photography of a <laughs> businesswoman. I cannot tell. This is simultaneously. This is Schrodinger's profile. It's a 10 and a 1. Yeah. And you don't know which is which until you meet up. Yeah, until you've either had probably the best sex of your life or you're missing organs. Or you're in a Bitcoin scam like earlier. Uh, this is Lupita. I'm looking to get a boyfriend. I would like to get married. I'm looking for someone to get married and have children with. Is that it? Mm-hmm. She also has her Instagram. That's powerful, um, but not in a good way. I'm okay. no. Personally, that's a one for me because that's what we call coming on far too strong. However, if you were looking for that, maybe that would be a five. I don't think it goes higher. No, no, I don't think so. I remember I did like a, I've mentioned it a bunch of times. I did like a blind date thing to the Once musical. The person I was set up with was not my speed, but I ended up finding this really cute lady there. And I was chatting with her at intermission and she was like, yes, I'm here to find my future husband. And I laughed at her in her face and she got very mad. She's like, what do you like? Why? And I was like, oh no, she was being serious. She was 100% serious. Later on, they did like a a video of it and she's on camera being like i'm here to find my future husband my mom set me up and like i was like oh man oh beans yeah and it's like i don't know like it's like putting the cart before the horse isn't it you should just be looking for a good relationship and then sure maybe that comes but like yeah saying i want to date someone but also want a husband but also want kids it's like uh, i don't know also there's no information about you that's a one. How about Rebecca? If more women acted like ladies, more men would act like gentlemen. Oh, okay. Blame that, the ladies. That's a hot take. That's, yeah. No, I'm not crazy about that. I'm going to give that a one. I'm going to give that a zero. Sorry, Rebecca, but that's that's a real shit sentiment. Uh, this is Ivy. Divorced, all capitals. Oh, yeah. Three exclamation marks. Head game strong. Hand game stronger. Love Ooh. some solid nipple play. Okay. So she could drop a finger right down your penis. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I like the energy. That's a seven. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, she's owning it. She's getting a little sassy and kinky in there. You know, she's she's winking her way around the nipple play and the hand play. Her head game is undeniably strong. I'm down. I like it. I'll give a seven as well. Yeah, I got nothing against it. Okay. This is Julia. Beauty must come from the soul. I want to meet friendly people. If you're looking for any pornographic relationship, please slip away. <laughs> I like the idea of slipping away. Yeah, it's, it's like it's demure, like whoop. <laughs> just like pop it in and be like, no pornographic relationships. Well, let me just slide on out of here. Bye. <laughs> it's very polite. I'll oh, just uh, slip away now. I gotta say five. Like, I don't care, but like, there's nothing. It's very bland, but slip away is funny. So yeah, yeah. four. This is niche. Uh, he puts his location so i'm gonna i'm gonna skip that need a boyfriend to greet me every morning angel emoji reverse guy living in blank love big d loves the big d yeah love big d you know what it's it's seven it's pretty boring but i do like the idea that he's like i want to be greeted every morning angel face by the way i love huge dick (laughs) (laughs) okay cool yeah, no, he, he gets a lot of information there. You know, he's verse, you know, he likes Big D and he's got a softer side. He wants to be greeted every morning. I, yeah, it's a solid seven. Lastly, this is Nicole. I'm a sassy, fiery female with a lot to say. Wanderer, dreamer, poet. I love spending time in nature, having great conversation and good company. Travel, health and wellness, food and wine are big passions of mine. I'm looking for someone who knows value when they see it and acts accordingly. I admire a man with confidence, intelligence and respect. 
If you lack emotional depth or maturity, please move along. I'm looking for something real. Values become a real hot word on online dating. Mm-hmm. Especially perceived value as perceived through like multiple lenses. The thing is, because online dating is, as we know, mostly investments at this point, yeah. you've got to use value so that the guy on here who's looking for the next hot tip just pauses and goes, wait, value? And it's like, oh, it's fucking dating on Tinder again. I'm giving this a five because it's there's nothing. It's the most cliched thing I've ever read. Yeah, that's like I need to start like screenshotting everyone who has like the same phrase and just read it out for yeah. every single person. Um, I'm going to finish off with Fillmore. Hell yeah. Now, is it like F-I-L-L dash more wink? Or is nope. it like, oh. It is, it's Phil and more, all one word. Okay. To bring, almost like Dilbert, Fillmore. Mm-hmm. Don't settle for who is available to wait for who you deserve. Old-fashioned intelligent, as longer I live, I love more dogs. As more I live and study, I know less and less. When I could say, I know that I know something at all, or I know that I know nothing at all, I will die. <laughs> Please read that again. It's tough. It is. It's hard to follow. Because <laughs> um, I'm trying to like put in the words that aren't there. Oh, don't you dare. Uh, okay. Don't settle for who is available to wait for who you deserve. Old fashioned intelligent. As longer I live, I love more dogs. As more I live and study, I know less and less. When I could say, I know that I know nothing at all, I will die. Okay, so... Firstly, it's beautiful. But secondly, he's saying that dogs are going to kill him because the longer he lives, the more dogs he loves. Right. Uh And the longer he lives, the less he knows. Right. And the less when he finally knows nothing, he'll die. Ergo, as he gets older, he sees more dogs, more dogs he loves. (laughs) He'll die. So dogs are like his kryptonite. Is this like a plea for help? He's like, please get these dogs away from me. I've well, I don't, I don't know because his three, one of like you can you can choose five things, and one of his five interests on Tinder is dog lover. Yeah, because I'd be interested in what's going to eventually kill me too. <laughs> That's powerful. That like also one of his other interests is walking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fillmore's my boy. That's a ten for sure. Because it's like poetry. It's got a real like. Oh, it's got real drama. Fillmore is the online dating profile of a stroke. <laughs> it literally, like, I felt like I was trying to piece it all together in my head, like that meme with all the fucking equations floating. There's so many no's and no more. I know more. I love dog. I die. I'll, I will die. I will also, die. Also, like, we don't talk about how we're going to die in our dating profiles enough. And I think that should be... That should be it. Our recognition of our mortality. Yes. Everyone who listens, change your dating profile right now and tell them how you're going to die and see how it goes and let us know in a week. (laughs) Memento Mori. All men will die when... Because of dogs. It's a little known fact that's in brackets right after that quote. uh thank you very much for listening friends that is gonna do us for this week we appreciate you joining us we appreciate you i don't know what you're all doing sharing us or if we're just showing up places um but more of you are listening uh more of you are sending us questions so thank you very much we appreciate you we love you uh and we we wouldn't be here without you 100 percent. you guys are the best and 
yeah, keep doing what you're doing. We're, we're never going to be mad at, at a nice old review or a good old share. Um, and you guys are great. So thank you. Thank you also to Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities. I know we joked you during our fake outro at the start. I'm doing it again, just in case. For the song, Paper Stars. We'll never not thank Josh Eagle. No, in fact, thank you, Josh Eagle, again, and also your Harvest Cities, and also the Paper Stars you've created, musically. <laughs> um, at the end of the episode, Niall likes to well, maybe, read us. Maybe do, like, the the websites and... Oh, and yeah. And stuff. Oh, yeah, that's a thing that we do. Actually, no, you're right. We're too we're too successful. We don't need it. No, any. no, no. If you want to reach out to us, there are various means in which you can do that. You can find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash FCK Buddies Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at FCK underscore buddies, on Instagram at FCK Buddies Podcast. You can find us on the internet at fbuddiespodcast.com you can find a little contact form if you want to send us a question choose your own agent name or you can email us at fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com you ready yes so at the end of every episode i like to ruin dane's ear holes and by extension your ear holes uh with some terrible sex writing and this is young turk by morris Fowley. i am stretched out on a sofa my beloved is determined to assess my age she has an infallible method for doing so, the way they ascertain a tree's age by counting the rings in its trunk. Consequently, she has my member in her mouth. Her lips are thick with lipstick. Starting from the base of my penis, her mouth ambles upwards. At each half centimeter, her lips imprint a red ring around the shaft. She continues until she rings, runs out of length. She counts the rings. On this occasion, they add up to 36. An hour ago, the number had been 41. She cuddles up to me. She coos. 30-odd rings. What a mature oak in one so young. We embrace. She smears her breasts and vagina with rose petal jam. She squats above my face so I can imbibe her splendor. She lowers herself onto my mouth and lets me lap up every bit of the rose petal jam. Then she mounts me and, as she begins to rock, rubs her breasts all over my face. I'm in such ecstasy I'm ready to die. In fact, I want to die, because I know I shall never again find this heaven. The seventh heaven. Also, there's dogs in the room, and they're the ones that are going to kill me. 100%. The more I jam these boobies, the more I see dogs. The more dogs I see, the more I die. <laughs> also, like, I'm not going to lie. If someone put jam on their boob. Like, that's probably the only time I wouldn't want someone to rub their boobs in my face if it was covered in fucking jam. It's <laughs> the least sexy thing ever. And I'm. Why is there jam in the bedroom? <laughs> also. Smearing your vagina in jam? That's like some Gwyneth Paltrow level, like... Now, is jam a metaphor? I don't know. It's rose petal jam. Yeah. Like, it's not like her vaginal jam as if... Which, again, disgusting. Um, and probably in, like probably a sign that something's awry. Yeah, I don't know. I... Yeah. yeah. Imagine just being also, covered in jam. How, how did this guy lose like five centimeters on his dick? Yeah, because the thing is, it's not enough you'd imagine that he's flaccid. Yeah. So, like, does this guy not, like, does he think? I don't know. I don't know, dude. Anyway, <laughs> my name is Dave Miller. And I'm Niles Spain. And we have been your fuck buddies. Go count your rings. Go count your rings.